Hi, this is Rita Hogan, and welcome to the Dogs Are Individuals podcast. I'm a clinical canine herbalist, and I've been practicing for over 20 years. This podcast is all about your dog through an herbal lens. So let's get to it and dive right in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Dogs Are Individuals podcast. I hope you all had a great holiday. Hopefully you got some time off. And I know that I did and super loving it. Want to just thank my sponsor, Adored Beast Apothecary, for sponsoring this podcast. Could not do it without great sponsorship. And Adored Beast Apothecary has given us a lovely coupon for all of my listeners, 15% off everything with Herbs Rock, all capital letters, Herbs Rock, all one kind of word, Herbs Rock, 15% off. I was actually rearranging my Adored Beast collection on the shelf today and was looking at all their great products. One of the products that I love so much is their Jump for Joints. It's for joints. I take it, my dogs take it, my partner takes it, and we find that it really helps this time of year. I love things that support joints and muscles and the musculoskeletal system during winter time because we can get a lot of aches and pains during this time. So Jump for Joints is a great one to try out if you haven't. It's homeopathic, zero side effects. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so what are we talking about today? It is a little different than my normal podcast. We are going to be talking about stem cell therapy and specifically plant stem cell therapy. My much anticipated phytoembryonic therapy course is coming out in a couple of weeks, the first week in December. And I had been doing this course beta, which means that I've been working with a bunch of people to kind of teach the course live, work it all, work out all the kinks, see what kind of information is missing from the course. And then I am publishing the course. This course is not going to have video. It's more of a written course, reference course. It is a certificate course. And it's on phytoembryonic therapy and gemotherapy. And I kind of want to just go over because I've had a lot of requests like, what are you talking about? We, I hear you say phytoembryonic therapy all the time, Rita. What does that mean? And to Jennifer in Colorado, this podcast is for you. So gemotherapy, like the word gemma, okay, is a Latin word for bud, okay? And it's using the buds, the young tissues. I saw a little plantain young tissue today on my dog walk. He was kind of talking to me from way down below and I saw him and he was just sprouting out of the ground. And that is a young tissue of plantain. But young tissues, embryonic barks, germinating seeds of plants. And what I love about phytoembryonic therapy is it is a sustainable system of medicine and it has been researched more than any probably any other form of medicine scientifically for those of you that love a good you know science 
reference paper. It really has, it's a system of medicine in places like Romania. And there's lots of things that go on in Bulgaria and Italy with using stem, plant stem cell therapy. I've been using it for about 10 years, blown away, changed my practice. Love it, love it, love it. But it is a tincture-based therapy and it's made with water, organic alcohol, and glycerin. Mostly water and glycerin, but alcohol is needed to help preserve and uh, extract some of the constituents in the, the phytoembryonic parts of the plant. And these parts are harvested in spring. And what's wonderful and beautiful for a nerd like me is that the whole plant is allowed to finish its reproductive cycle and become a big plant and have little buds and flowers and if and or fruit and then you know drop its leaves and create that you know finish that entire cycle it needs to go through and contribute to our planet while giving us medicine to use for ourselves and our dogs these medicines can also be used with cats. Some of them have to be or cannot be and some of them have to be like used in small amounts because of salicylic acid for cats. And that salicylic acid does not fare well with cats. And so a lot of them we can use with cats, but some of them we cannot. But for dogs and people... We and horses, we definitely can use a lot of the phytoembryonics. There's about, I would say, I think in total right now, there's about 50 remedies available. And I go through this in my course, but I do want to explain to you, you know, what's so special about phytoembryonics? Like what, why is it, why are you so jazzed up about it, Rita? What's the difference between a phytoembryonic like tincture and a regular mature plant tincture? I love mature plant tinctures. I use them all the time. But in this ever-growing polluted environment, some of the plants get a little more toxic as they grow. For instance, horsetail. And their phytoembryonic form is not full of toxins, right, from our human environment. And so it's interesting because since I started using these remedies, they really have become an invaluable part of my practice. And you want to look at the constituents, the, the things that are found in these phytoembryonic tinctures that are not found in mature plant medicine. And a lot of these are what's called phytohormones and they help regulate the plant's growth. And a couple of these, one of them is called auxins, which basically help regulate a lot of different functions inside the plant's body. And they are produced in like the buds and the young leaves. And they're derived from what's called tryptophan and they're only found in plants. And that's the interesting thing about auxins. And they really help with different types of growth regulators in the body. 
and they help with regeneration and inflammation in the body. The second one is cytokines. And cytokines protect the cells, okay? And they control development. They are definitely, they're full of acid, like abacitic acid, which is another plant hormone that helps plants deal with stress. And then they also have like ethylene in them, which is more of like a gas-related hormone. And that's from, they, they are kind of responsible for the fruiting of the plant. And it's really interesting to see all of these different chemicals. The Geberlins are another hormone in the plant that help with kind of regulating growth and metabolism and different types of kind of like RNA and DNA sequences. And these are all things that work in like human stem cell therapy, but these are plants. And the plant growth hormones are so important to kind of heal at a cellular level, okay? It helps with skin disease. It helps with wound healing. Definitely, they help open up the elimination organs in your your and your dog's body to help the body release toxins. And they can help with aging. There's lots of, they're very high in antioxidants. These remedies are super, super high in antioxidants and they're good for all different types of organ function. They, different remedies have different affinities towards different types of systems in the body, like the liver system, the gastrointestinal system, the lymphatic system, things like that. Like there's a remedy called sweet chestnut that's really great as a lymphatic. It moves things. It keeps stagnation out of the body. And these types of stem cells are good for vision and heart health and energy. And definitely, you know, the musculoskeletal system and responding to stress. I love, I love the way that these remedies work because with all of the stress and toxification that we're dealing with in the world today, it's really great to have a system of medicine that can treat at a cellular level. And that's why I like to promote uh, phytoembryonic therapy and or gemotherapy as part of the tools in the toolbox and they to help create and help prevent disease. They also work very well as an adjunct, which means, you know, to add to cancer support protocols or detoxification protocols. Many of the of the remedies are good at detoxifying different types of um, toxins in general, right? So, you know, toxins can be a real issue and how do we get those toxins out of the body? So there's a few remedies that work really well for this. And one of them is a remedy called mountain pine. And mountain pine is like a, kind of like a ibuprofen without the really hard, side effects on the kidneys and the stomach. So 
You can use mountain pine as a pain reliever or an analgesic, but it's also good at removing heavy metals, including mercury. Grapevine is another remedy, Vitis vinifera, and you, they use the buds of the grapevine. And no, it is not toxic to dogs. It is not a grape, but grapevine helps relu- remove lead from the body. Lead is an important one that needs, you know, that we need to remove, especially if we uh, test positive for it. And another remedy is European alder. That is a bud remedy. And then bilberry. Bilberry is lovely. Those two, European alder and bilberry, when you mix those together, they're wonderful at removing heavy metals, but they also can help remove aluminum, which aluminum is everywhere in the dog world and the human world. We are, you know, science is really figuring out and we are noticing all of the different negative effects that aluminum can have on our bodies. And black poplar and bilberry are wonderful remedies to use with some guidance to help remove heavy metals, different types of aluminum. Oh, I'm sorry, European alder, not black poplar. I apologize about that. Uh, European alder and bilberry are really good at removing heavy metals and aluminum and different types of pesticides. So, and there's so many more remedies that I go through in the course about detoxification and how to do the detoxification and what you can do to help remove those toxins throughout the year from yourself or your dog. Some other things that are found in plant cells that are interesting is that, I, like I said, they're super high in antioxidants, but they're also high in minerals, vitamins and minerals. And those are responsible for enzyme production. And they're high in nucleic acids and RNA and DNA of plants that help repair the immune system and increase antibody production. Remember, we have a lot of DNA that is similar to a banana. Okay, we have a lot, we share a lot of DNA with plants in general. So these stem cells can help work to our advantage. And lots of enzymes that help with inflammation and work with helping develop good immune system and digestion. And they're also high in flavonoids, which are definitely antioxidants and like Qcertin, which is a big one for animals. Qcertin really helps with histamine and allergies and getting that good, healthy gastrointestinal response that can help dogs like really develop a resilience to the issues that they're having now, which can help dogs with gastrointestinal sensitivities. There's a remedy called fig, which helps with um, like increasing the digestive enzymes in the body, which our our digestive enzymes and our dog's enzymes are the first kind of responders, you know, in conjunction with the lungs that keep things like H. pylori out of the gut. It keeps pathogens out of the gut. It helps balance the microbiome. And one thing special about fig is that it helps with the gut-brain access and helps access dogs' 
vagus nerve, which helps calm everything down so that they can digest their food. I was talking with a client today and we were going over her super sensitive dog. And, you know, I asked her, you know, what is your dog taking right now? It's been a while since her and I spoke. And she said that, you know, she's taking Prilosec every day. And Prilosec really destroys the gut and causes this cycle of sickness because Prilosec brings down stomach acid and it creates like sensitivities in dogs where they can't eat hardly anything, right? They end up on like hydrolyzed protein and getting them off of those types of foods and off the Prilosec can be an issue. But there's a lovely phytoembryonic therapy out there called FIG, which I just talked about. Ficus carica, F-I-C-U-S-C-A-R-I-C-A. It is made from the buds of the fig plant and it is super high in polyphenols and it can help replace basically remedies like Nexium and Prevacid and Prilosec without the side effects, without affecting the stomach acid. In fact, it helps produce good, healthy stomach acid, right? Good, healthy stomach acid. And it's really high in B vitamins, B1, B2, B3, B6, B, B5, and also vitamin C. And it, what's interesting, it has a full array of amino acids, both essential amino acids and non-essential amino acids. I love this remedy, love it. And it, it has like a good level of trace minerals as well as calcium and vitamin E. And so these, you know, this makes fig an antibacterial, an antifungal, anti-inflammatory. It's definitely a great antioxidant. It helps protect the liver. It's antimicrobial, but it's smart. It's smart technology in plant terms because it knows when there's a problem with the microbiome and it's not going to destroy commensal or what you call good bacteria. So I love this remedy. Um, there's so many that I absolutely love and adore. And this is why I put this course together so that I could help teach people how to use this remedy or these remedies, this profile of remedies. And one of the things I like about phytoembryonic therapy is that it is just, again, so much more sustainable when compared to things like essential oils, where Essential oils do help at a cellular level and these remedies do have essential oils in them, but not at the concentrations that you'll find in an essential oil bottle, which a bottle of essential oil is the only place that you're going to find that high concentration of that oil in nature. We have to put that together because it is so concentrated and essential oils are the strongest form of herbal medicine, but a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are not sustainable. And the kind of like resources that are used to distill them uh, are much less in making phytoembryonic therapy because you're not destroying any of the plant to use these remedies. And that's what I love so much about them. They work, you know, similar, but also much different because essential oils don't do not contain 
embryonic constituents of a plant. The embryonic constituents are everything that is needed for the full growth of the mature plant. And that's really important to keep in mind, everything that's needed for the mature plant, where an essential oil is just one part of the plant. Okay, one part of the plant. But there is a small amount of essential oil in almost every phytoembryonic therapy, which I love getting that full kind of component of the plant. And depending on where you're getting your remedies, there's a few places. You can get them in Europe. Like I said, there's herbal gem. There's there's a couple forms of phytoembryonic therapy. There is what's called a more homeopathic version, which is a one to 200. They're, they're called GEMOs, um, GEMOtherapy, G-E-M-M-O-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. And then there are concentrated extracts. And I use a blend of both. And the, the GEMOs are very good for what's called drainage. And that is detoxifying organ systems and helping open up the elimination systems to get the toxins out. That the They're also called a 1 to 200 or a 1DH solution. And they're much more homeopathic in nature. And I, I mean, I'm thinking like, since this is, you know, just kind of a stream of consciousness here, I'm thinking that, you know, the ones that are the one to 200, the GEMOs are much easier to acquire commercially in the United States than the other ones. But you can find these remedies in Australia. They're actually in Tasmania. You can find them in all throughout Europe. You can find them in the United States. I carry a great assortment on my website and I'm adding some more in the new year. I also carry the concentrated forms of these remedies. And there's a company called Nature Provides. And I use that company to get a lot of my phytoembryonic concentrates. It comes from a company in Italy called Vital Italia and or Forza Vital Italia. And they manufacture and it's distributed by a lovely company called Nature Provides. And I work with that company quite closely. And I also carry the gemotherapies, the one to two hundreds in my store as well. And so the course really revolves around using both of these remedies. And with the concentrates, there's a few more plants that have been added to the kind of phytoembryonic profile that you can't find as a one to 200. So what I go over in the course is I go over dosing, right? People always want to know about dosing. I introduce you to what plant bud medicine is all about, a little history, I talk about the difference between allopathic and holistic herbalism, kind of acute versus chronic. You really need to know, are you dealing with an acute issue or are you dealing with a chronic issue? So that's an important aspect to know. And then all about 
embryonic plant medicine. I go through all of the constituents that are found in there so you have a basic understanding of what you're looking at in a remedy. And then again, dosing. Dosing is so important, how to dose your dog, when to start, when to stop. You know, what happens if your dog reacts to something? What do you do? And then the bulk of the course is going over each remedy and giving you all the information that you need to know about using that remedy and why you would use that remedy. And then I also include some protocols that have been successful in my practice at the end of the course. And you can you can get a certificate for the course if you take the final exam and the one, uh, there's one quiz and one final exam and you can, uh, you can get a certificate from the course if you want to. Do you have to take the final exam? No, you do not. But to get the certificate, you do have to. Um, so I find that using these remedies, I've been, again, I've been using them for about 10 years in many different capacities. I've found that they mix very well with homeopathy. They mix well with other remedies. The thing that you do need to know, just like you do need to know with any type of uh, different types of like herbals that you're using is what types of pharmaceuticals they interact with. And I do cover that in the course in detail. Some of the things that I cover with each remedy is you know, I'll go through the common name of the remedy. It's energetics if I'm aware of it. What part of the plant is being used? What system does it work well with? If it's available as a concentrate or if it's available as a one to 200 remedy, any type of cautions for it, if it's safe for pregnancy, if it can be used on cats. I go through the embryonic constituents that are found in the remedy different types of minerals, amino acids, constituents that you might be interested in, nutritional profile, and then what you can use it for in your dog, right? What can you use it for? So like we were talking about fig. So let's just, you know, I'm going to just go really quickly through what kind of information you're going to find out about fig. Well, fig has neutral to cooling energetics. It's made from the buds. It has a system affinity towards the gastrointestinal tract. This is really a gastrointestinal remedy. It can be found in a one to 200, which is the Gemo or the concentrated mother tincture. Uh, and it's safe for pregnancy. You can use it long-term. It does have salicylic acid in it. It's not for cats and it's autoimmune safe. Then I go over what embryonic constituents there is. Um, there's a diff, you know all different types, and then what minerals are in it. I did mention you know what vitamins like B one, B two, B three, B five, B six. What type of amino acids? If it has amino acids, different constituents in the remedy. Like this has salicylic acid. It has Q-certain in it. It has rutin. It has mucilage. I define what mucilage is for you. It has different enzymes in it like lipase and vitamin C, exorbic acid, that it has calcium and E and magnesium and manganese in it. And then I go over, you know, what type of actions it has, has. And then 
the beautiful little golden parts, what can you use it for in your dog? So like fig, you can use it for acid reflux. You can use it as an anti-inflammatory for anxiety, for constant burping, constipation, cough, diarrhea. It heal, helps heal mucous membranes. So it's a leaky gut remedy. It can be good for IBS and IBD to help detox the liver or liver weakness. It helps with motion sickness. It helps if your dog has parvo. It helps with rabies vaccination when there's aggression. It helps with uh, parvo support in general. If your dog had a parvo vaccine, this is a remedy that you can give afterwards to help support that. It helps activate the vagus nerve. So it helps with stress in the gut and sympathetic excess. And if you don't know what that is, it's when your dog is stuck in fight or flight. It also helps with normalizing gastric acid. It can help with getting rid of H. pylori, kennel cough, mega esophagus. It helps bring back the tone to the esophageal sphincter. And it helps with any type of focal or auditory seizures. It can help with warts. And definitely it helps support the thymus gland. So those are a couple of things. I do mention some human uses in the course for us humans. Like in contrast for humans, you can use it for all the things that might apply for you in the dog category, but in the human category, also it helps with mild depression. It helps with anxiety, especially when it's felt in the gut. It helps with when you try to go to sleep and you can't shut your brain off. It helps with that. I've used that plenty of times. With I've used this remedy for that plenty of times. It has trace amounts of lithium and it can be help, useful as an antidepressant. It helps with multiple sclerosis, nerve disorders. Um, it, it also can help with psoriasis and wrinkles in general. And who can't get behind that, right? I deal with a little, you know, I talk about combinations, what pathogens it has, studied research against, what kind of cancers it might, you know, be a good adjunct for. And then I just go over a little bit about dosing and what kind of parameters that you need to keep in mind for dosing. And then most importantly, I go over, does it interfere with any type of pharmaceuticals? Okay, so that's kind of a little example and there's a beautiful picture of what the buds look like and what the fig you know, tree looks like, what, what kind of like getting you to know the plant itself. And so when you pass a fig tree, I have a fig tree on my left-hand side every time I walk down my driveway. And you know, I hadn't used fig all that much in general. I like to eat fresh figs but I hadn't used figs, fig at all. And once I got acquainted with this remedy, you know, I really spent some time with that plant in general and that tree, just kind of getting to know it, looking at it differently, completely differently. And, you know, that's the geek in me, of course, right? I do encourage all of you to start looking at nature differently. And it may not look the way that it does with me, but any way that you can commune with nature is good because remember, there's that innate ability in your body to commune with nature because it is it's thousands of years of of DNA just kind of knowing 
what to do with nature if we sit still enough and be still enough to listen at the unspokenness of all of it outside. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of nature. Get your dog out there, turn your phone off, look around, meet a plant. It's awesome. So this course will be live. The fir- Our goal is the first week of December. And you can find it at canineherbalism.com and it will be available there. And you can also send us an email at canineherbalist at gmail.com if you are interested and want to be alerted to the fact of when it's open for enrollment. It's a work at your own pace course. You can do it at your age. And I do a live Q&A once a month for my entire course platform. So you can get your questions answered. You can also ask questions inside the course. So, and I answer those questions on a weekly basis. So there's a lot of support there. And I just really, I can't stress enough the the wondrous kind of effect that these remedies have had on my practice for difficult cases and things where I felt stuck. These remedies have unstuck those places, have really helped in a lot of, again, difficult, difficult cases that I've worked on with trying to get the body to balance out. And these remedies have been an integral part of that. So Jennifer in Colorado and anyone else who asked me, what is phytoembryonic therapy? This is your answer. I can direct people to the podcast and you can listen to the podcast and find out what is phytoembryonic therapy. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So if you love Dogs Are Individuals podcast, share it with your friends and family who love dogs. This will help me so much. And remember, as a listener, I appreciate you. Much thanks to Resonant Media, my podcast production team. This podcast is produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. Any questions? Email the show. Go to canineherbalist.com, click podcast contact in the menu, and then fill out that form, and I'll answer any questions here online. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals podcast, and I'm going to talk to you in our next episode. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for veterinary care. This podcast doesn't constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor, veterinarian, or healthcare provider first before starting anything new, and that includes herbs. I'm not a doctor, and I don't treat disease or prescribe anything. I'm a traditional herbalist providing herbal support education only. Regarding any products I may suggest, the statements made regarding these products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here on the podcast is not meant as a substitute or alternative to information from your vet. Please consult your veterinary professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product.